Welcome to season two of the Let's Talk podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to be a person of faith in a culture against faith. Friends, what's up? Today we are going to talk about healing and healing our image of our body. Uh, we get the privilege of having this conversation with a guest. Um, actually, she was a guest on this very podcast once before. Uh, I just now remembered that. I thought you were on one of the other ones, but I guess you were on this one. Uh, so, hi, Abby. Hi. Uh, do you want to remind everyone who you are? Yes. Um, so, I'm a dietitian, and I primarily work with eating disorders, um, but I do lots of Lots of work with lots of different people on healing their relationships with food. Um, I kind of describe myself as a food therapist because it's a lot more than just making diet plans for people. Um, so you get into a lot of like people's emotional history around their body image. So I spend most of my day talking about this stuff. And so Abby and I are friends. And when I started thinking about this, I was like, hey, a great voice for this conversation of healing and healing your body and the way in which you view it, both shape and all the things that your body makes up, shape, size, uh, skin color, the way in which you've been viewed or taught to view it yourself, uh, all of those things. I was like, who would be the best voice for this? And I was like, Abigail. Abigail would be the best <laughs> voice for this. So um, I guess maybe the best question to start with would be, do you think this is a problem? like the way in which people view their body. Do you think this is an issue based on what you do in your line of work? I mean, yeah, for sure. I think it's like the most fundamental relationship is our relationship with ourselves. So I think to some degree we all struggle with that, but there are groups of people that are more likely to struggle with body image issues because of marginalization and um, oppression. And mm. so I think it's a lot more than just like, the body positivity movement and um, loving yourself. Like, I think that's all nice, but I think we have to talk about a lot of the deeper issues that cause people to not trust their bodies, not like their bodies, and have an ideal for their bodies, which was never really, uh, like, possible for most people anyways. Mm. So it's a huge, yeah, it's a huge issue. Okay, so with that, the, the way in which the my preacher brain was thinking this up was, okay, we need to heal. We as a people are experiencing the effects of sin and death and brokenness and trauma and pain and all these things, and those have impacts on our body. I'm uniquely connected to the body because my uh, background is in theological anthropology, but so I was thinking about all these things and going, okay, if we have to heal, the whole person has to heal. Um and so for me, that took me back to Genesis and the way in which a person is made in the image and likeness of God. And so if we're healing, we're healing back to that. And like Clayton and I just recorded an episode on our podcast that will come out tomorrow on um, the way in which original sin and total depravity have impacted the way in which people view themselves and their bodies uh, because they are totally depraved and there's no goodness in them. Yeah. Um, and then the way in which pop culture and marketing and diet culture and even like Christian culture and the purity movement. And it's like all of those things, the end result always comes back to 
There's shame associated with you in your body. Each one of those always come back to you are a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and so how do you, like, what would you tell someone that was like, yeah, I am a bad thing? Yeah, well, I think, like, identifying where did that belief come from, first of all, because we can't just jump to correcting it and being like, oh, you got to love yourself or whatever. But, like, who told you that? Like, was it, I mean, there's so many different sources, social media, you saw someone manicured body or whatever, or was it religion or was it, um, you know, because you're a woman or whatever, like, who told you that your body was bad? And so you kind of have to go back to the roots to recognize where the belief came from in the first place. And so, like, I think recognizing how many things are stacked against us to cause us to want to hate our bodies helps you to have self-compassion for how difficult it is to be kind to yourself. And I talk a lot with my clients about, like, I don't think the goal is necessarily body love. We talk a lot about that, like loving your body, loving yourself. And like, it feels very unattainable for a lot of people. And so I talk a lot about body neutrality and just at least like getting to a place where you don't hate your body and you can tolerate it and view it as like a vessel to live your life through and not like the main point anyways. Um, And, you know, some people will get to that point where they're like, yeah, I really do love myself. But if not, that's also okay because it takes a long time to heal from all that trauma. Um, And it's like also self-awareness around how much body hatred is involved in your everyday life. A lot of people aren't even aware of that. So it's just not as simple as like, let's fix this, you know. I don't remember what your question was. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Uh, I did have something that you said that I wanted to probe your brain about. Uh, in the metaphor that you used, you said your body is a vessel for you to live life in. Um, so that would be like in the Christian terms, the way in which we would talk about this is like the anthropology, the makeup of the human through that metaphor. Paul himself actually uses the same metaphor in Second Corinthians. And it's a dualism. It's like you have a a material person and an immaterial person. Um, Would you, would you say that you uh, view the person in that way? Or do you view the person as like a holistic integrated person? Uh, And that's just a metaphor for your clients. Do you have a masking? No. Can you (laughs) rephrase? Okay. Um, Okay. So, um, when you said your body is a vehicle or a vessel for you mm-hmm. to live life in, that means that your body is something that you yourself live in. Mm, okay. That's yeah. a dualism. Yeah. Would you, would you say that that is how you actually view the person or would you say you view the person as an integrated whole? Yeah, I think it's both. I mean, it like it's nice to say your body is just a vessel, but also we are our bodies in a right. really, in a very real way. So it's just complicated because you get into like, let's just talk about somebody who's chronically ill or disabled. Like if you're saying you are your body, well, that's shitty for them. I don't know if I can curse on here. You can't curse on here. You (laughs) can't curse on here. That is very shitty for them. Yeah. Like, so it can't be all about like, it can't be all about your body, but your body is a part of you. It's just for a lot of people, they feel like their bodies have betrayed them. Like, you know, sexual assault survivors or, you know, people who, yeah, people who are disabled, stuff like that. And so 
it can't just be like, well, let's just be grateful for how amazing all of our bodies are. Cause some people don't feel that way. Like some people feel like their bodies are not on their team. And so there's just yeah. a lot of nuance there. And I think that overarching messages about like, you know, about feeling positively towards your body. I think it's just, it doesn't recognize how complex people's experiences are. So it is a part of you. You're not just like a soul inhabiting a body that doesn't matter at all, but you know, it's not the whole picture either. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, I think you're, you're exactly right. And I think that's why for me, that we need to have a conversation about healing because that is a very broken experience of someone. Right. And this is a, I mean, this is a much larger conversation. You know, I mentioned the person that's chronically ill and their body, their body has failed them. Uh, you know, that's a question of injustice. That's the problem of evil. That that's another conversation. But I do think, um, each of the experiences in which you mentioned are proof that we need to have this conversation about, healing that connection that relationship with ourselves because um, if there's one thing that I've learned about my own through my own therapy and uh, trying to heal from my own traumas that I've experienced in life I've uniquely used my body as a like a gateway to not have the the effects of those experiences of trauma mm. uh, impact me emotionally yeah um, and I dare say I'm not unique in that. That's a very common thing. Body trauma is a very common thing. And so each of these conversations are proof that we need to heal. And I'm going to specifically ask you this um, because of your unique line of work. How do you think the way in which the food someone eats impacts that journey of healing with themselves do you think it matters at all i don't think that that's the place to start that conversation i think that like food is the place i start all my conversations because i'm a dietitian but i never like to stay there for long because it's 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 the surface and so the food somebody eats can tell you some things about them but not a lot and body image is really the deeper conversation that I end up having after like however many months of working on food stuff. It's like the food stuff is not actually that hard to work through. Uh, but the body image stuff is that's hard work and that takes a long time. So, no, I don't think that your body image is necessarily affected by the food that you eat, but they could both be affected by the same thing. So it's not necessarily cause and effect, but, you know... I think that there is a lot when we talk about diet culture for sure like the way that people eat is often trying to influence the way that their bodies look and so those things can be connected they aren't as connected as we'd like to think I mean you it's not as possible to control the way that your body looks in the way that a lot of people think it is but um, I mean food and body are intimately connected but it's just that the food is not nearly as important in my opinion, even as a dietitian, as a lot of the other deeper emotional issues. Yeah, I hear you. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's a valid clarification. Uh, just because I know you, I know uh, that that's a valuable conversation. But I think the question that I was more so trying to ask is, how do you think, because 
I'm thinking about the person as an integrated person, not necessarily the body disconnected from the human that's trying to heal. And so I think the question that I was trying to ask was, how do you think the way in which the food that someone chooses to eat impacts their relationship and just like uh, their existence as a human in the world? If someone's always eating terrible, you know, frozen warm it up in the microwave meal versus people eating other types of food that are more enjoyable experiences um, is I think the question I was trying to ask. Do you see any yeah. correlation yeah. there? Well, first of all, I don't like to call food good and bad. Oh, that's right. You do. You do always do this food. Yeah. So food is not ethically positive or negative. Beep you on that word. Terrible. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I meant tasting terrible. I didn't but mean. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's also a conversation about pleasure, right? Like, you know, yeah. we feel like we shouldn't actually deserve to enjoy food because we should be restricting ourselves all the time to lose weight or whatever. But, like, actually, cultures that enjoy their food have better health outcomes than America. Like, like France has, like, one of the lowest rates of heart disease in the world and they eat like bread and pasta all the time. Like, you know, this is true. Yeah. So I think that pleasure and satisfaction is really important when it comes to food. And if you have the resources accessible to spend time making food that tastes really good or purchasing food that tastes really good, I think that it, you have a better chance of having a good relationship with food, but also like, and I will always bring this up. Like, not everyone has that access and it's not their it's of no fault of their own that they don't have the knowledge or the time or the resources to make food well and so i think that we at least in the nutrition field there's a lot of judgment cast on people who like eat fast food every day or whatever but we don't talk about poverty and like the reason that people are in that situation in the first place and so it may be a different conversation depending on like if you have somebody who can't afford that food versus somebody who can, but they choose not to because they don't think they deserve to enjoy it. Um, you know, that's just a different conversation. So I do work a lot with people on just letting themselves eat the food they actually like, like you should enjoy food. And that's the same thing with letting our bodies experience pleasure. Like that's something that we've been told by a lot of different sources is a bad thing. Um, so just like letting your body exist and food is supposed to be pleasurable. So I do think that people who can appreciate that maybe have a better chance of just like having a good integrated relationship with themselves and their bodies too. Mm. Yeah. So I think, you know, I guess my final question is if you could tell if you could tell the people that are that are on this journey with us having this conversation of healing and we've kind of broken healing down into this like larger categories of physical, spiritual and emotional and all of these your integrated human uh, healing in each of these and you're here helping us talk about body image and food and the physical parts of healing the integrated person. And so based on your um, experience, what's the thing that if, if somebody listening to this, what's the thing you think they should most hear from you about healing? Like what's the, what's the most valuable piece of addition that you think you have to this conversation? The one line or takeaway. <laughs> yeah. You asked me this last time and I was just like, how can I, how can I generalize? Um, I don't like to do that, but 
I think that I would say like your body is your own. Like you are your own. And um, there's actually a uh, somebody that I follow on Instagram named Jamie Lee Finch, and she talks about this idea of you are your own a lot. And so, like, I mean, we haven't really talked about the idea of, like, the male gaze and how that's affected women a lot of, like, thinking that your body is made for male consumption. And so that's something that I work on a lot with my clients, too. So I think just owning that, like, your body exists for you and other people, I guess, in some way, but primarily for you to live your life out of whatever that looks like in your values. And so it's not supposed to be this thing that you're judged by, like you pass or fail based on how your body looks. Like that's not, that's not how it's supposed to be your body. Just, it, it is you, whatever it looks like, that's you and it's acceptable. It's enough. Um, so I think just trying to own it and embody your own body as you um, rather than trying to change it to fit some standard that you think you should be fitting. Because even if you wish that your body looked differently, the truth is this is your body that you have in this moment. And if you can accept that, you'll suffer a lot less and maybe even be able to change more in the future if that's what you want. Um, but just like accepting your body as it is in this moment, I think can be really powerful. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church. Be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoyed the episode. It's free and it helps us immensely. Also, feel free to check out our other podcasts.